Yo, 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 it's X, and welcome to the show. Corey, how you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. Corey, man, I'm in the Northern Lights, man. Where are you at? You in Columbus? Yeah, I'm just in Columbus. I wish I was in the Northern Lights. Check this out, man. Our guy, he's out of the galaxy, I'm not going to lie. He's Elijah Wallace. Elijah, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. It's an honor to be on your podcast. I appreciate you, without a doubt. Hey, I got to say one thing. We got a new website, whatsoutmedia.com. Please check it out. Uh, and if you've seen a podcast of ours, if you've, you know, even if you've just, you know, seen five minutes of an expert, man, Corey asks amazing questions, right? And uh, make sure you like, subscribe, and uh, share our podcast, please, without a doubt. Well, on to the show. Here we go. Elijah, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm in New York City right now. Uh, I just had dinner, so I'm having a good evening. Word, word, word. So, Elijah, where did you grow up, man? I grew up uh, outside of Chicago. It's like a small town, about an hour outside of the city. Nice. So what was it like? Were you Was it a, a fluent area? Was it not a fluent area? Well, how would you describe it? Um, I would describe it as sort of like... In the middle, I guess, middle class. Yeah. De- definitely not like, uh, you wouldn't consider it like an affluent place, but it wasn't like uh, like a ghetto or anything like that. Got you, got you. So what were you into as a kid, like in grade school? Like, I'm talking like, you know, from like kindergarten all the way up to like, you know, 12th grade. What were you like as a, you know, kid, as an adolescent? Absolutely, yeah. So I... um. I I was really into sports. I was super into sports. Um, so I first I played a few different sports. So first I played baseball and I was really good at that, like on the all-star team from like T-ball and stuff. And then in middle school, I was playing, I switched over to football and I was really good at that. Um, I would score like a touchdown every time I got the ball. I was good. <laughs> I was nice. And then and then in high school, I, I focused. I only I played basketball exclusively. I was also nice at basketball. I was like all first team all conference and stuff like that. Like I had the opportunity to play Division two basketball, um, but I decided to like, focus on like going to school, like focus on my education, basically to choose where I would go to school based on like for academic reasons as opposed to to continue to play basketball because I wanted to go to the league. But I, yeah. I realized that, you know, that probably wasn't very likely to happen for me at a certain point. And I, that was the point I started taking school seriously. And I ended up getting into Northwestern University. And that's where I graduated from. I studied history there. Um, and then, yeah, I graduated from college in 2018. Nice, man. So uh, within sports, you know, you said baseball, you know, football and basketball what what are some lessons that you got out of those sports two things discipline and confidence Uh, i mean you know you're only gonna a lot of it a lot of your success in sports really depends on how much time you spend practicing and preparing and then there's, there's that component but then there's also the confidence, right? Because once you get out on that court, when you're on the field, you know, wherever it may be, 
you gotta you gotta be confident in the work that you put in and you gotta know that you're nice um and so that's that was that's how it was so those two things i would say nice nice of course uh so what type of influences did you have? Like, I guess, on, let's talk about on the sports side, on artistic side. Like, who were some of your influences? When I was growing up, Kobe Bryant was my biggest, like, I, you know, like, outside of my, my dad, you know, like, my family. Kobe Bryant was one of my biggest inspirations. I really looked up to him. I really, I was really a big fan of Kobe. And then, I guess, like, musically today, you know, there are a lot of creators that, and that's kind of like in the, you know, sports is like, that's something that was more in the past. I was really passionate about sports growing up. Yeah. But like today I'm really focused on creating um, like content and creating music and creating art and like that sort of, that sort of direction. So now, you know, a lot of my biggest inspirations and role models are in those fields. And, you know, people that I look to, look to that really inspire me are people like Lil Yachty. He's one of my biggest inspirations, actually. Um, yeah, and then, like, Cole Bennett is one of my biggest inspirations. Um, I grew up with Cole, so we're, like, friends. He grew up, but we grew up in the same town together, so um, it's really awesome to watch him and see how successful he's become, and, like, the fact that I know him is really, you know, that you know, that just kind of makes it feel a little bit different to know someone who has, yeah. you know, been so successful at something. Um, those are two people that come to mind right away. Yeah. And there are others as well. So, like, uh, did, were you introduced to your uh, passion for creating and, uh, and art through high school, or did that come later? That came later, man. So, I was really, like, um, so as I said, I went to Northwestern, and I was really kind of on, like, this very like corporate path and um I went to I was I was a banker actually for one year after I graduated from college um and at JP Morgan and I basically it was like the senior my senior year at Northwest and I kind of realized that I didn't like kind of a corporate path was not going to be didn't suit me very well um, and I wanted to do something more creative and something that I had more control over. And also do, it was also important for me to do something where I, like basically my success was more dependent upon me. So like, you know, I didn't like the idea of being limited in terms of like how much money I could make, you know, because like this is like, you know, this salary is gonna be this much money and you only make, and then the next year you're going to make that much money because that's how much money people make that year. And like that sort of like, you know, this is what you're supposed to do at this stage. And, and I, I, for me, like, you know, I was able to do that, like growing up, like going through school and then going to college. And like, I could get behind like the sort of structure of it at that point, even at the time like, I didn't love it, but I could just kind of, you know, say to myself that I have to do this. I'll do this right now. But then for me, it was like when I got a job, it was like, okay, I'm not going to do, I can't do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's what I was, I was like, so, like, I just want to be, have my own independence, you know, and I thought, but it felt like it would never end. It felt like it would never end if I didn't do something different. And so then I started, I started a watch company actually. And so 
um, yeah, yeah, I spent a lot of time like doing research. Well, I wanted to start a company, so I decided I wanted to do it. And I settled on a watch company idea. And I did a lot of research and I created a business plan. And then, you know, over the course of, over the course of like a number of years, I ended up doing a Kickstarter campaign. I found a manufacturer for the company and then um, got some prototypes and stuff. And then I ended up getting a co-founder. So a friend of mine came on and he became a co-founder of the company for me. Then I left my job about a year in and we raised money for the company. And that was great. And then uh, we, we did a lot of traveling for a while as well. So I've lived in like Bali, I've lived in Stockholm, Sweden, I've lived in Mexico, I've lived in Croatia. Um, and I was like, you know, I was building a company, I had the freedom to travel. And then I recently moved to New York. I moved to New York about a year ago now. And so I've been here for the past year. Um, I started recording music about a year ago when I was living in Stockholm, Sweden. And the inspiration for that was actually my, uh, my co-founder, Michael, um, and it was, it just kind of felt like it was on that same, it's kind of what I was talking about before, just kind of on a more creative path. And so I was thinking about, you know, starting a company and being creative and independent that way. Um, and something then, but he inspired me to do was also to record music. And then when I got into recorded music, I just got really into like trying to promote it however I could. And also into just like kind of the internet in general and so like I have a YouTube channel and I TikTok a bunch and I just wanted to be it just kind of opened my it just kind of put a whole bunch of other different things onto my radar that I was not really looking at at all before interesting so let's talk about your watch company what type of uh like what type of development what type of you know education did you have to have you know to to, to do this? Um, none really. I, it was, I, <laughs> it was just, for me, it was right. Coming up with a plan and figuring out, okay, so my goal is to launch a, a watch company with the website and everything. Okay. Let me create a list of what I need to do from where I'm at today. Hey, Crizo. How you doing, man? Good, good. From where I'm at today to get to the company being launched. And so, you know, it was just a bunch of small things. First, it was creating a business plan. Then it was creating a logo or then it was creating like a design. Then it was creating a logo. And I like would, because I have a certain set of strengths, you know, things that I'm capable of doing, but there are other things that I'm not as skilled at. And so I would, you know, reach out to people who were, let's say, um, you know, artists or uh, engineers who could design the watch. And then at a certain point, it was a factory and that sort of thing. Nice, nice. Uh, you got it. You got a watch on you right now? Or? Yeah, you know, I'm in the house. I'm not wearing it. I actually just took it off. Okay, but, okay. But I have it right here. I didn't have it Word, word, word. Around the house because I just don't. Uh, no, I feel that. I feel that. So, yeah, let's talk yeah. about. Oh, yeah, that's clean. That's clean. Thanks, hey. Man. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. 100. So, uh, let's talk about. Okay. Yeah. So, you felt like you were in a box in the corporate world, like being a banker. Like, did you feel like you're like, I mean, I mean you, you, you kind of led to it. It's like, am I going to get out of this? It seems like it's going to be a never ending, like, cycle. Like, Right. 
Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's really, I don't want to be someone that, that speaks negatively of doing something like being a banker or being in like a corporate environment and having that type of career, because that's, you know, that's a great, that's a great thing to do. And that's a great accomplishment. I think you really just got to look at, you just got to consider who you are, you know? And for me, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be something that worked for me. You know, I wanted to, yeah. And I just, you know, that's how it was. And yeah, you know what I mean? No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Got it out. So making music. So you started uh, inspiration. Let's talk about some of your travels. Like, so you said you started making music what in, in Sweden. Am, am I correct? Correct. So, yeah, let's talk about Let's talk about that. Like, uh, let's just talk about your travels in general. And then like when you started like making music. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah, I traveled to Bali because my co-founder and I, we raised money for the watch company and we wanted to go to a place where we could live uh, and live cheaply and like also be comfortable and have fun. And Bali was a great place. And then sort of COVID had happened and then we were, we came back to the U.S., but then we discovered, we learned that Stockholm, Sweden, like it wasn't locked down. Like they were kind of going on about life per, as per usual. And that appealed to both of us. Um, and so we went out there and we ended up living there for six, I lived there for six months. And that was, as I said, my, my friend, Michael, he, he started recording music first. And like the first time that we were in the studio, I was like, he, cause I went there with him. And the first time we were there, I was like, I want to do this too. <laughs> and so, cause yeah, I don't know, it just, he, yeah, and so I really have, I just, I appreciate him for just having the, the just being my inspiration in that regard. Um, and ever since I started recording music, I, I haven't looked back, you know, now I just, and I record music all the time and, and um, you know, I do a lot of other things as well that has kind of come from the music. Feel that, feel that. Do you have any, uh, favorite spot that you've uh, traveled throughout your uh, time great question i would say stockholm sweden it's mm-hmm. really a beautiful place um I, yeah it's really a beautiful it's a beautiful city a lot of wonderful people there as well and uh, what led you to uh, new york right now um being a creator i felt like um it would be for me, it would either be Los Angeles or New York would be the places that I would want to go. Um, I think kind of for obvious reasons, right? Like as a creator, you know, that's where, you know, I think that like most artists are concentrated in America, at least, you know, in one of those two cities. And so I knew more people in New York than I did in LA. And it came down as simple as that, you know, and I felt like New York was more accessible to someone who was kind of unestablished, who wasn't established, I guess. Um, and I knew more people here. And so it's like, oh, let's, I'll go to New York. You know, um, a lot of um, like the greats moved to New York to try to like make it big. Like Kanye, uh, when I was watching his documentary, he left Chicago when he was like 26, 27 like with with nothing with like the clothes on his back and like a backpack and he moved to New York 
with uh, some of his friends and J. Cole too as well, right? I, like he, I, I don't know if he graduated or if he dropped out, I don't remember. But like it was some sometime during or after college that he moved to New York. So, uh, that, you know, that's a pretty good move, I, I would say. No, yeah, no, I, you know, honestly, I thought about those people, man. I was like, uh, yeah. right, yeah. It just felt like, it felt like that's what a lot of artists do. You know, they move to New York. And I feel like today is different because so much is on the internet. You know, like you can, you can build a following on SoundCloud or Spotify or TikTok or Instagram, what have you. You can do that from Ohio or, you know, any, I mean, anywhere in the world, really. But I just felt like, so even though that is the case, I just felt like being in New York, it just felt right, you know, and I, and it also, I also thought it would be a good place for me to go. I thought, I felt like there are a lot of talented young people here. And yeah, it just felt right for a lot of reasons. Also the uh, connections aspect of it too. Like, like you said, there's a lot of artists that's in New York and Los Angeles. So like you can make it big, like in like Miami or, you know, other places too as well, but it's the connections too, you know, like there's other people, you know, collabing with somebody like your neighbor might be an artist, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's definitely like the connections are all around you. So. Exactly. And you were talking about building a fan base on the uh, internet and you've been, especially on TikTok, I feel you've been really uh, producing as much as you can and figuring out the algorithm. How, how is it like figuring out the algorithm, not just on TikTok, but all the social media platforms that you're on? Um, that's a really good question. It's funny to say that. I don't feel, I feel like I haven't figured anything out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I see a pattern on uh, your TikToks, especially like how um, you uh, will have like one day where you will post like a certain um, theme or uh, what much structure, I guess on like a TikTok video and then you'll post like a couple variations of that um and i assume it's you know try to get one of them viral right <laughs> yeah um yeah. yeah i guess you know i i started using TikTok about a year ago and um i feel it's funny because i i've grown a lot on the relative to where i have been in the past i've grown a lot on the on on the um platform but my biggest inspirations on the platform, you know, they're still bigger than me. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you got to start, right? No, but you're still, you're still, you're, I feel like it definitely is working. Like you, uh, based on like, you know, going from uh, more recent videos to your older videos, you're gaining, gaining, gaining every single yeah. time. Yeah. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate you saying that. And yeah. I, I really, I really like TikTok. I love the community on the app. It's so fun. And, you know, it's, it's so entertaining. And I, like, you know, I get caught in, like, uh, you know, spending, like, a lot of time on TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, just on my FYP. Tell me about it. And I have, like, uh, you know, I have I met so many people on TikTok, like, um, like people, I, I think maybe I've met you guys on TikTok. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. yeah like, I've met so many people on TikTok and that have reached out. And so it... It is a, a great platform and I have a lot of fun using it. And I think it's really effective to communicate, you know, whatever, if you have a message that you want to share. 
which is me, you know, I want to build a platform and I want to, I want to share my music with people and I want to share, you know, my watch company and other ideas that I have. And so it's been good. And hopefully I can continue to grow and build an audience that is interested and supportive. Now, Elijah, where I found out about you, I found out about you on our company's uh, TikTok. That's what's out media, uh, everybody. Uh, and my personal one as well. You showed up on my FYP on both sides. And it was what you were, uh, you were a young man looking for a job. You didn't have a job for a while. So you were hunting for a job and you, you know, you put out applications and then like one day, bro, you got like, you got a job. I think it was from a mentor or something like that. You want to speak on that? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. It's funny. I love that. Okay. So what I was talking about with like the, the job thing. Yeah. So like, I left my job at JP Morgan like a couple of years ago and was building the watch company and like creating and stuff. But honestly, bro, I just, I just like I ran out of bread. Like I needed to make yeah. and my creative pursuits, they weren't making and, you know, they weren't making enough to like support me. And like, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown man. I have to support myself. No one's going to like, you know, I got like passions and things that I want to do, but you know, no one's, if they're not making enough money to support me, I got to go out and figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. And so I recently started, oh, well, I started, I started looking for a job and I was looking for a job for like four months. And it was frustrating for me because I, I felt like I was very qualified. As I said, you know, I graduated from Northwestern, which is a very good school. Um, you know, I worked at JP Morgan, which is a very competitive firm. And then I had built a watch company over for two years. And like, you know, I, like created a product and has like a very professional website. You know, I, I did a lot and I felt like all those things just like would, dim, would, you know, communicate that this is a very capable and talented um, person, you know? Yeah. And I was becoming frustrated because I hadn't gotten any job offer, job offers after like four months of looking. And I submitted like over a hundred applications. And that's what a lot of those TikToks were about. Um, and then I ended up getting a job offer from a mentor of mine, someone who had invested in my watch company. And I didn't even ask him for a job. I, I reached out to him like via email in the beginning of my job search. And I was like, hey, you know, I want to let you know I'm looking for a job. And so if you can help, you know, please, you know, if you know anyone who you think could help me, then, you know, please share my information. But I didn't, it wasn't really for him to offer me a job, but he ended up doing that. And and so after I had spent all this time and energy, like researching and applying and stressing, it just kind of fell into my lap. And it, to me, that really kind of opened my eyes. Honestly, like for real, after that experience and other things as well, I've been kind of trying to kind of take things as they come more often. Because, you know, like you can only do so many, like only so much is in your control. And I've just been trying to kind of like, yeah, all right, you know, I have my goals and this is what I like, what I would like to happen and just trying to like do whatever I feel like is the right thing to be doing and just kind of let go from there because that experience really showed me like, wow, you know, like you really don't have that much in your control. Like, but you, I don't want to say that, you know, to like not work, you know, to get what you're trying to do. Yeah. But you know, do the work, but maybe just kind of, just kind of let go of like the expectations a little bit, you know, and kind of like, oh, it got to be this way. It needs to be this way at this time. Just kind of do the work 
and just kind of you, you get what I'm saying. You get what I mean. It's kind of like yeah. a delicate balance to strike. I always look at it like boxing. So like you get hit and you got to roll with the punches, right? But then you could like you could get a lucky shot. You know what I'm saying? But you, you don't gotta know wait when, for that opportunity. Yeah, you don't know when it's gonna hit. So exactly. there's no such thing as perfect timing. You know, exactly. it, it's it's always when you when you least expect it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's exactly. it's. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, um, you, you're thinking it's going to go this way and it doesn't turn out, but then exactly. later on, it's like, Oh, this actually turned out better than what I expected. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, what I, I mean. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. And it was like, so there was, so I got the job and then like the same week or the next week I got, um, I learned that I was going to be on summer smash music festival, which is like, like a huge honor for me. And, Thank you, bro. I appreciate so, it. Yes, sir. I was just going to ask. I was like, uh, so as the legend says, the same day or the same week. You got- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so it was just like, it felt like a lot of good things were happening after a, a difficult time. But what I really try to do is like, I, I really try my best not to get too like down about a situation if I'm having gone through a challenging time. And I also like, even more so try my best not to get too excited about the situation if I feel like things are going well, because I don't know. I, and this is just me. I just try to stay even tempered throughout it all as much as I can, because as I said, so much is out of my control and my experience. And so like, I just don't, I just don't want to be like up and down based on so much of like, this thing went well, this thing didn't go well. Now for now I'm really happy. Now I'm really sad. You know, for me, it's easier if I just focus on the work and like take what comes. I feel that. I feel that. So uh, I think I also noticed on your TikTok, uh, are you a sober individual? I am sober. Yeah, I've been sober for two and a half years. Nice. So what experience is it as like a younger person being sober and like, can you walk through like the steps of like what made you make that decision and that type yeah, of aspect? For sure, bro. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was growing up, I guess like towards the end of high school and like in college, I would drink a lot. Um, yeah, I would drink a lot, and I would do other things too. Um, you know, and. <sighs> You know, and I was like, like I, I mean, in my story, you know, there was no point where I was like really like down bad, you know, like, oh, like, you know, this man really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I wasn't fishing for it. I'm not Oprah. I'm not like, so what happened? <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, there was this big epiphany moment for me, but I always kind of like, I just felt a part of me just always felt like the best version of myself wouldn't would be sober um and this is not to not a knock against people for me barely very few people are sober so i'm not trying to not people who are not sober um but just for me kind of like with the whole court with the job thing like i'm not it's like you know like hella people work jobs there's nothing i work a job so it's not like i'm like coming at anybody um it's just you know i just i just kind of like come into a place and knowing what is best for me and so in the back of my mind, even though like I would drink a lot and go with my friends and I had a lot of fun, but in the back of my mind, I just kind of felt like the, like I, the, 
I will hope that I would be sober one day. And that day came when I left my job at JP Morgan and I, I was living in San Francisco at the time. And I moved to Chicago with my, uh, my co-founder and my best friend, Michael, who I've talked about. And um, I was working, I was really, it was a really, we were raising money for the company from investors. And it was a kind of a situation, kind of like my job search situation, actually, because my back was against the wall. Cause like I left my job, I wasn't making money. And I had this business idea and I wanted to raise money to, ex- to go execute the idea. And so I had like reached out because I, I went to, I from like my time at Northwestern, I kind of developed a network of people who I thought might invest in the company. And, you know, I was reaching out to all these people on a daily basis and da, 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 trying to make it happen. And I just got, and I was really excited about the company. And I, I didn't, I was, I felt free for the first time really, cause I didn't have a job and I wasn't in school. And I, and I just kind of was so focused and I was exercising a whole bunch and I've always exercised and I still do. And I looked up and I like uh, first it was like a week had gone by and I didn't drink. And then it was like and I looked up and like a month had gone by and I hadn't drank alcohol and all, at all. And I was like, I, th- I kind of want to keep doing this, you know, I like this. And so it wasn't like a decision that I made. It was just like it kind of gradually happened. And I was funny because I like I said, I always felt like I would like to be sober. And so it kind of it kind of happened to me, and kind of what we were talking about before. I think how just kind of things can be serendipitous sometimes. Yeah. Would that would the same advice that you're that that you're kind of saying right now throughout the interview is that the advice that you would give your younger self? Wow, that's a really good question. Yeah, what advice I would give my younger self. I guess I don't really know what advice I would give my younger self because I don't know. I feel like my I feel like my story isn't isn't finished yet. You know, like I feel like uh, yeah, I feel like my story. I wouldn't. I don't feel like I'm in a position to give my younger self you're, any advice. You're yet. still you're you're still your younger self. So it's like you know what I mean, like. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then kind of like the, the TikTok thing where it's like, you know, I have my account has grown, but it may, but you know, I feel like I'm not at a place where like, you know, because I, my favorite, you know, I just feel like I have a lot more to go. And this could be me because I'm always, well, like, I feel like I'm always kind of feeling like I always can be doing better, always like looking towards the future, try to, you know, go to the next level as opposed to. Definitely think that's a good mentality. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes I don't. I'm always, I'm don't like, something I don't appreciate where I'm at today, but it's like, it's where, that's less important than where I want to be. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And so I get, I want to, I want to see more of the story first before I can be able to look back and say, okay, this was, because I, right now I feel like I'm kind of in the middle of the story. I feel you without a doubt. So the reason why I asked is because, you know, you you were like a sports heavy, you know, person. I don't know. Did you always think that you were like, OK, well, I'm going to go like I'm a, I'm not going to worry about like what most people do when they're good at sports. Like I want to go based on where I can go play again. Right. Or where, where I could play the, when I'm in college. Did you know that you were going to go for a corporate route? Did you know that you were going to go for like an artistic route? Or is this all just it's just flowing? Yeah. That's a good question. Um. <laughs> 
for me, <laughs> I always wanted to try to put myself in a situation where I could go as high, basically where like there were no, there was no like limit on how much I could grow and how high I could go. And so when I was like in middle school and like really kind of middle school, when I was really focusing on basketball and like, cause it was by the time my sophomore year hit of high school where I was like, okay, I'm not, like, I'm not going to go to the league. Like, it's just so few people that look like me. That's like five ten <laughs> in the NBA. Like, and I'm not like out here dunking like crazy. Like, I'm just, I just could felt like in my mind I can project it out. And I was like, bro, you're not going to, <laughs> even though I was good. <laughs> but it was, uh, but uh, what's that? I was about to say, man, I feel that, man. You, man, you preaching to the choir, man. That's literally my story, bro. Like, high school, bro. Like, shit crazy, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Like, and I was working hard. Like, I was really in the gym, bro. Like, I was really, really getting after it. Like, no one was going to the gym as much as I was. Like, I'm telling you, I was good. But you just, you just know, like, there's, you, to be go to the NBA, you got to be like, the best in the world, bro. There and are also, it's different classes, without a doubt. And also, sad, bro, bro, like there's people in the NBA, bro. Like they're hella tall, bro. They're like, if I was like, if you're like six five, you're like average or something, bro. And not saying you can't go to the league if you're five ten like me, but like then you got to be like literally like how many people in the league are five ten? It's like ten. Of them. Less than, to, yeah, less than. That you would literally have to be top ten basketball players in the. You got to be really good. You would have like, to be so good. Like Nate Robinson, Isaiah Thomas type type level good, and they're not <laughs> even in the league right now. So that's yeah, bro. Something. You would have to be mad. You just have to be the how good you would need to be is like <laughs> the average like seventy a high school. Yeah, game bro. You just gotta be so good. Like even Steph Curry is like several inches taller than me. Yeah, he's like short. And so that was kind of an aside. But yeah, so that was like all that kind of just that math like was done in my head, and I was like, okay, you're not gonna go to the NBA. And then I was like, okay, well then what do I think? So for me, it was like, okay, well then I feel like going to play division two basketball just to play, I felt like that was gonna limit me for my professional career as opposed to if I went to school based on, you know, if I was focusing on my professional career. So yeah, I went to, I started taking my schoolwork really seriously in high school at that point. And I got into Northwestern and it was all with the focus of, getting like a job in finance and I worked really hard and I ended up accomplishing that. But then once I got, once I got there, what happened for me is that actually I remember I was interviewing for jobs uh, for the, it was like for an internship. And I went into the, I saw the cubicles and for the first, I never saw like, I never saw cubicles actually because I, well, I, cause my, my dad is an entrepreneur. So like, I didn't just, I just didn't grow up in a family where people were like on that time, like on like office time. And so I went into the interview, I saw the cubicles and I was like, damn, bro, this, 
this is like the movies. <laughs> like <laughs> it's surreal. <laughs> the Matrix out here. Yeah. It was like the movie. the movie. It was like the movie. But like the people that like the lit people, they're never like like in the movies, it's not like the cubicle. Like they never <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the people that are lit in the movies. They're not in the cubicles. They're like they're, and they're like walking around. They're like, hey man, would you? You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the lit people are like they're like. Did you see the game last night? Yeah, those are, yeah, <laughs> those aren't the those aren't the lit people. Like, it's not what is. Yeah, you know what I think you know what I mean. And so I was just like, damn, I don't want to do this. Like, bro, this is not what I thought it was. And and that was really the first moment that. I realized I didn't want, and I had been working really hard to get to that point for years um, since my sophomore year in high school. But that was like my junior year, the end of my junior year, that's that when I got the internship at the bank. And then I was like, okay, well, I want to try to figure out something that could allow me to live a lifestyle that I'm more comfortable with. And I can, and also, yeah, you got to make money, right? Kind of like what we've been talking about a couple of times. And so I started to make a business. And yeah, um, that's how I got there. Word, word. So uh, we didn't we didn't actually touch on this. So your father was an entrepreneur. Maybe that's the reason why you think it's so like, I think you might think being an entrepreneur might just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I was an entrepreneur. But like, so your dad was an entrepreneur. What did your dad do? Yeah, yeah. My dad, um, he he's a real estate investor. My dad's a very, my dad's a very hardworking, talented man. And he... Yeah, he's he's owned his own business basically like mo- most of my life, and um, he invests in properties like in the Chicago area. And so yeah, like I, I really think you're right. There's a large part of it. Like my dad, like he never he wasn't like on that he wasn't like on a nine to five type of situation, you know. Like he would be at home, um, you know, he would take us to school and like he'd be able to pick us up and he would come to our games and he would like, you know, he could he just had a lot of flexibility because, you know, he was a business owner and his, he was able to control his own schedule basically. And so to me, it was kind of just the concept of, I think I just, it just didn't, it just, you know, it just wasn't natural to me. And because if my dad grew up like kind of in a corporate situation and my mom as well, you know, I probably wouldn't even thought of any, I probably wouldn't have even thought anything about it. But you know, uh, uh, my bad. Uh, no, that was it. No, that was it. Uh, I was about to say, like, that's basically like the same story I have. Uh, you know, I went to JU with Xavier, studied business as well. I was about to be a uh, management consultant, right? And, oh, fire. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, like big three, big four, you know, that's you know, amazing. did like an internship and everything like that. And, um, like, I was going around like the same route that uh, you did. Like I was kind of like thinking like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for a couple of years and then I'm going to open my, my my own venture, you know, maybe, you know, work in tech and like some kind of startup and, you know, you know, get the ball rolling over there and everything like that. And uh, after I graduated, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get my MBA. I'm going to go get an internship, you know, you know stuff like that but I something with like within me it was like you know what let me take a break you know let me take like a a year off right you know to like think it through and everything like that 
and then decide if I do want to take on like that extra loan and to go to grad school and everything like that. And um, I did a lot of thinking when I was at home and, um, you know, I, I, I did a lot of thinking and, and like I decided I was like, you know, like the like like the corporate world, like that's not really me. And, and, and my father's also an entrepreneur, right? He's an electrician and he has a lot of flexibility. He goes to Miami sometimes, you know, just whatever he, you know, he has a lot of flexibility in his life. Now, you know, I don't want to be necessarily a electrician because that's a lot of like labor work and that's pretty tough. But um, I see that he makes his own money too as well. And he sets his own prices on, on what he determines, whatever, you know, this work is worth. Like he doesn't work by hour. So he's not trading his time for money. It's more like the, uh, the uh, product or, or, you know, the uh, outcome for finished projects yeah exactly yeah. so so it's a lot different and you know like you he's always been like that since i could uh remember so i kind of grew up around that kind of mentality i was like like damn like what could i do and i was playing around with like digital marketing social media and everything like that you know kind of have you know thinking of like this um you know freelance lifestyle you know working for my laptop and everything like that and um, I was thinking like, uh, you know, it, it's it, it's okay, but it's not really what I like. I was like, well, personal training, like I, I love working out, you know, and, you know, and sometimes I give advice to some of my friends. Sometimes they ask me and then one of the trainers like, why won't you just become a personal trainer? I was like, shit, you know, and, and then he told me like, you get to set your own hours, you know, it's between you and the client. The only thing you have to do is just pay the uh, gym, you know, every month or whatever, you know, a, a percentage. And I was like, Oh, you know, that's, that sounds perfect. So that's kind of like the, the route that I'm headed towards as well. So I can really relate to your mindset when you're, you know, approaching, uh, like your, like, uh, approach to, you know, life. So I, you know, kudos to you. Yeah. yeah, That's really similar, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I I think, um, as myself and like uh, I grew up when I when I was like in middle school, I actually went to an entrepreneur incubator and like I started an entrepreneur club with all my friends. And really, it was just like it, it was kind of like we were just going just brainstorm every week. What's a new idea? What ideas you got? Like ideas of innovation, ideas for like community change and all that. And so all, all this like different type of stuff. And uh we ended up like doing this fundraiser for my buddy. And now he has this video game company that's like legit now, like, and that's often the initial funding, right? For that. And this is in middle school. So I've always been like, all right, I want to build and coming out of college. I didn't necessarily, I could have easily gone into the corporate media route. Like um, I had an opportunity with vice and like some certain, like, you know, uh, local broadcasts. And I didn't want to do that. And that was right before the pandemic really hit, or it was, I graduated in 2020. So, um, I was like, I want to do this thing. So I, I still like volunteer my time and I volunteer. I like, I was like a freelancer for a different like YouTube channels and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, let me find something that's like solid. So I, I ended up coaching and now coaching gives me the availability to, to do things like this and to build this. So I definitely understand that aspect uh, without a doubt in your story, man. It's, it's, you got an amazing story, bro. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate that. You know, I love that. I mean, I think what's interesting about what we're all saying is that, you know, sometimes you got to 
you might have to do something that you don't want to necessarily do like to be able to do what you want to do you know what i mean um like i worked at so i got the internship at jp morgan the summer before my senior year at northwestern and so i worked the internship that summer and then i worked at jp morgan for a year before i felt comfortable with leaving the job to pursue my business full time and then you know, fast forward a couple years later, I have zero regrets at all about leaving JP Morgan um, because I built that company and like I got involved in so many other like different creative, um, you know, avenues, music, in it, like YouTube, TikTok, you name it. But, you know, I, it's not, none of those things are at a place where like they can support me full time right now. And so like, all right, hey, I got to go back and I got to go get a job. And it's like, that may not be exactly what I want to do right now, but you got to do what you got to do. And so it's like, do you exact? And so, I mean, yeah, it's kind of what I was just saying. So sometimes you got to do things that, you know, you don't necessarily want to do to be able to have, to have the opportunity to do what you want to. And that's why I kind of say that I feel like my story is not finished yet, you know, because I feel like it doesn't end here. You know, I feel like there's going to be, I just, I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be a point in the future where things look a little bit more closely to the way that I envision them. Yeah, more clear. I, I totally understand what you're saying in that aspect. Uh, so in high school, you so you're friends with Cole Bennett, like a, he's an amazing director of music videos. How did how did were you guys just always been friends? How, how did yeah. that so I moved to Plano in fifth grade, and so I so I say I grew up in Plano because you know like that was really where I like most of my memories and basically all my friends are from, from that time period from growing up. Um, but I moved there in the fifth grade and Cole had, he was there before me. So he and his family was there like kind of a year before me. And so he was my first friend when I moved there in the fifth grade, like literally he came up to me and he was just like, you know, what's up, man? Like he, he, he befriended me. Like, he really did, but, like, no cap, bro. Like, I now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> he befriended me, like, when I was a new kid in the school, and I didn't have any friends. That's dope. And yeah, yeah. And he was a really – and he was a great kid, and we became – we were family friends. And, um, you know, we've been we've been very close friends ever since. Word, word, word. I got – I got so many similarities in your story, man. So being a, being a Midwesterner, do you feel like Midwesterners just have like, like we can kind of get thrown in any situation and just we're kind of like even kill and we try to like understand other people's point of view? Does that yeah, make sense? I can see that, bro. I can see that. I feel like uh, I think Midwesterners are generally like kind of nice. They're like generally nicer. They kind of tend to be nice. Not to say that people from other places are not nice. Um but like, for example, I'm in New York now and like I feel like New Yorkers are a little bit more harsh, like culturally, you know, they can be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit quick tempered, yeah. a little bit more defensive. Where people from the Midwest, you know, they're a little bit, a little bit kinder, a little bit softer. Um, and so that sort of thing. Yeah. So I can definitely agree with that. Word. So did that help you at all? Or maybe not help you, but yeah, did that help you in any situations like when you were traveling ab abroad and like yeah, that's a good question. Honestly, bro, like it's really a good question you asked me that because I've I've traveled a lot. Like I've been around a lot of different places, 
I don't really like, and I feel like a little bit sort of like, uh, I don't want to say a chameleon because like I, I do have like a sense of myself, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm like, you know, flip-flop or anything like that. But I feel like I have the ability to adapt in different like environments and situations. And like, um, yeah, I guess I'm not like super fixed on being like one type of way and maybe they could be because of the midwest because it is sort of like it gets hot and it gets cold and you know like it's not um it's not like in new york where like as i said they kind of like like it'll be a little bit harsh but like midwest you know they're kind of more easy going and type of thing you know and like i don't know i guess i kind of take it how it, how it comes i guess maybe it's from the midwest i don't know though no, without a doubt. And I would never call you a chameleon. I would call you, you definitely are an individual. Like you stand on your, you know, on your beliefs and you got a good sense of like who you are and you navigate through that with, with just who you are. And it, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see. I also think, I, I also think it's a pretty good attribute to have to uh, uh, adapt your, I wouldn't say personality because I'm kind of like the same way. I kind of adjust how I speak to different people. Like I wouldn't speak to my professor or my boss the same way I would speak to my friend or, you know, like, like there's different styles of, of um, conversation in, in different social settings. You know what I mean? So um, like I, I, I can fit pretty well in, you know, different scenarios judging on who I am and while still being me, like I'm not, yeah, yeah. You know, like you're not like, you know, switching up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Put on different masks. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like you know, it's like a different mask. It's a different version of yourself, a little I want to I want to do what I'm doing right now like what I think about I, I think about this a lot like because like I said I feel like I'm kind of in the middle of my story and you know I'm not it's not finished and so like I'm always thinking about what can I do to get to where I want to go and and now I feel like I like my thinking is just like keep doing what you're doing so like because like sometimes you know you might feel like Oh, you need to change up. You need to do something different. But now I feel like I need to continue to do what I'm doing generally, but like always try to improve and be better and evolve. But like I feel like there's not anything like completely like new or different that I need to introduce to my lifestyle or anything like that right now. And so I but I just want to take it to the next level. So like I want to grow my TikTok channel. I want to grow my YouTube channel. I want to grow my fan base musically. I want to um improve the quality of the music that i want to make better music i want to become a better musician um i want more people to become aware of wallace white my watch company and more people that have those watches um yeah so hopefully yeah hopefully in like in the future you know hopefully like if we were to have a conversation a year from now i could say that you know like yeah like these things have grown to to get to a higher level um, and that's really what I'm focused on right now. 
Word. And yeah, without exposing, you know, what's out, it's like full master grand plan. But that's kind of an idea. We want to have the people that we've interviewed already. We want to get checkpoints within their life and be like, okay, well, how are you developing? How are you getting better? What are you changing? Have you have you made a pivot? Like that's the kind of idea that we kind of want to follow. And we're, like you know, that. yeah, we're grateful to have you, man. Like seriously, we're not ending the podcast. I'm just saying, like, you know, we're really grateful to have you on, man. I really appreciate that. It's an honor to be on. I didn't. I really didn't know what I was going to get into. Like, you know, you you seem like a nice. You reached out and you were kind, and I was I thought I was flattered that you would want to speak with me, and so I was happy to, you know, to take the time and be a part of your podcast. I didn't know it was going to be three guys. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. But you know, it's great. I like that. It's uh, it's fun to have more people and like different perspectives. Um, but and then there's like another like since I got the since I recently got back, got a job and I used to be like, imagine like I used to be working on all my stuff and that was the only thing I was doing. I was only doing my business. I was only doing music and YouTube and TikTok. And so I recently got a job and it's just like, now I just got to make, sh- and I just kind of just always remind myself, even though I have a job, it's literally like, it's a real job, like full time. <laughs> I'm working from home now. Um, yeah. And so that's, that adds flexibility. But like, it's a real job. Like I'm, it's a real job. Like I'm, I'm there. I'm in here like nine to five, nine to six. Like really having to do work, and I haven't really had to do that in years. But I still got to make time to do like the TikToks and the music and the YouTube because I don't know. I just feel like and I just feel like try to follow my instincts and my instincts just tell me to like to keep investing in that even if it can be challenging sometimes. I just feel like I just got to keep doing that. By by the way, I really like your hat, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate. I really like that. I was looking at the hat the whole time. I was like, "Yo, I love that." This is my this my girlfriend made this hat actually. She she made. She's really like She got like the logo together and she like ordered put it on this. What does it say? It says "Chef Chef Love." Yeah. Love. Yeah, yeah. It's my okay. girlfriend. I got this. <laughs> hey, hey, you are so funny on your TikTok, man. Somebody asked, man, how you get a baddie, man? And you go, oh, this is so easy. This is how you get a baddie. Hey, hey. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that had me crying, man. I was like, Thank you, bro. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's funny, bro. I, I love it. I like that people enjoy that video. I didn't really say, I didn't give up any advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way that we connected on tiktok and i'm glad i'm get to like uh share it. you just randomly film you were randomly filming some guys that were doing uh parkour and i commented 2012 i was like yeah this is some 2012 vibes right here man and you're like yeah for real and i was like yo yo this man replied like i gotta i gotta see if he can come on the podcast like oh i love that bro i love that yeah. That's fire. Yeah, bro. I'm glad that you commented on that video, bro. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, man. Things happen for a reason, without a doubt. Yes, sir. Where are you guys based? Are you in Ohio, Corey? Yeah, I'm in Ohio. Uh, me and X are from Ohio. We're from uh, the Cleveland area. Uh, X is in Dallas right now. And uh, Chris, remind me where you're at. Florida. Key West, West. Key West. Key West, Florida. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And we we got some other guys, you know, uh, and all like, over the place. <laughs> we got we really do got a lot of people all over the place. But uh, like the idea, uh, we wanted to like me and my buddy Crizo and I are actually uh, 
guest we me and him both had a uh, radio host like show we we hosted oh, yeah. our, on our college campus and uh i would always tell him like i'm like yo man come slide i'm trying to build a platform come on through like come on man and he's like all right yeah like and i knew that for a reason for, for a reason uh for for a little bit he was like yeah whatever x whatever x but then when the pandemic hit he's like yo let's get to it and we really like we started plugging oh, in and so how many do you all release an episode every week or how what how do you all work honestly it, it really depends and like we giving out our secrets right now it really depends on if we could get the people that we're trying to like we kind of target the people that we want to get on like so we like shoot for it and then obviously we'll have just some podcasts where we just kind of talk about like you know uh we kind of do it like uh would you say like trimester wise not even trimester but like uh and not even annually uh how would you describe it crystal because we'll do it like by no we'll do it like by seasons we'll do like we'll have a spring cast and we'll like talk about all things culture politics of the spring of the summer everything that's going on in the summer we talk about it then then in the fall but then we have our regular programming where we just interview entrepreneur artists all of the above so i love that bro i love that that's fine. Appreciate it. Oh, then another thing, I want to get this on the record because you asked me to do it in the future. I like, I, I think manifesting could be real. So I try to do it. I, I want to be in that too. I want to be in movies. You asked for the future. I want to be an actor. Hey. Yes, sir. Me yes, too. Sir. Any, any, any acting in, in particular? Because I did, I can see you in movies. I'm not going to lie. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. I've done some, so I like, I've done stand up comedy here in New York and um, I've really enjoyed that. I think I could do like sort of comedy, like comedies. Um, you know, I lo- I've actually written a movie script before. Um, actually, so I wanted to be, this is fun. I actually wanted, to, I tried to become an actor, like, like, but it failed because, so I didn't include this in my story. I was living in Indonesia, Bali, Indonesia. When I said that I left Bali, I came to America before going to Sweden, I went to Los Angeles. And I was there because I wanted to try to become an actor. Yay. But COVID happened. And it didn't, like, you can't do anything. I mean, you couldn't have done anything during COVID. You can't try to, like, go to auditions. You can't even get an apartment, really. You know, you couldn't have even, like, gotten a new apartment. So I was staying in a hotel for, like, a month. And then that's when I went to Stockholm, Sweden. And that's when I got into the music. And then... From there, um, you know, I ended up moving to New York, and I just decided to kind of focus on the internet. So, like, you know, like TikTok and YouTube and music, um, and hopefully one day that can give me the opportunity to be a part of like films and television. But I was trying to, I was trying to be an actor. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. So you you've gone to LA, you know, you've gone to Stockholm, yeah. Bali freaking new york you got a creative uh you know i got a really creative area and you can grab a lot of different inspirations from the different areas i think uh i think paris is next at some point man. you gotta go to bro, paris. I'm, I'm going to paris next <laughs> month bro hey, hey, hey <laughs> word i'm just saying yeah that that just kind of fit the bill yeah, you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm going to paris i'm gonna be there for uh for about a month i'm gonna be there for like most of june for my job actually um, word that's yeah, pretty neat out there Pardon? Oh, I just said that's pretty neat. That was it. Oh, thanks, bro. I thought you asked what I was doing. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, my job sent me out there for like a week, but I'm going to have the opportunity to stay for, for longer. And so I'm excited about that, bro. You'll see some TikToks. I'll follow What's Up Media on uh, TikTok. 
right now. Um, well, not right now. I'll do it like, is what's it called? What's your username now? I'm trying to search right now. Yeah, it's uh, What's Out Media. Okay. Literally it's the awesome. name. Repeat for the audience. <laughs> what's Out Media? <laughs> I'll put it down there. Um, so wait, what is your new job? If, if you don't mind me yeah, asking. I don't mind asking. So when I was in college, I participated in this program. I participate in this program. I just follow What's Out Media. And so I participated in this program that um, gives college or sets up college students with um, internships at startup companies that are abroad. And so I interned, I participated in the program and I interned at a company in Dublin, Ireland. And I lived there for three months and worked there. And it was a great experience. And that person, I stayed in touch with the founder of that company. He ended up investing in my company and then he ended up giving me um, a, job, a job at the same company. And wow. so that's kind of funny that it just kind of was really circular that way. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And so that's something I work for. And so that's why I'm going to be going out to Europe because they, that's, their, that's what they do, you know. I feel that. Uh, my last question, and Chris, oh, Corey, y'all got whatever. But my last question is, uh, what advice would you give to uh, a wannabe creator, someone that hasn't even put out a TikTok, someone that hasn't even made, that 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 has the equipment, right, that has the equipment to make music or something like that. Oh, I guess you can't see it, right? But uh, that has, a, has the equipment to make music, but they don't go for it. Like, what advice would you give to them? Oh, that's a good question. I would say just do it. Just, like, so what got me, bro, honestly, so I remember I I was, so I had already released music and like did my watch company and stuff. And I felt like TikTok could be, I, I thought it could be a good like platform to, to like build an audience on and like communicate my message. And I was just like on TikTok because I hadn't really posted any videos. I just made the app and I was just like scrolling on the FIP and I was like, dang, man, like, what, how do, what do I do? Like, I don't know what to post, right. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and you know, bro, and this is why I mentioned him in this interview, bro, like, he really, I, Lil Yachty, I saw him on there, and he was, like, posting, and he was being himself, and I was like, man, like, he's so cool, man, like, I want to try to do it, man, like, Lil Yachty just made, like, this, like, video, like, doing this or whatever, like, let me go try. And so I would just say, just do it. Just do it. But yeah, that was my story. Do it. Yeah, hey, I, I feel I that, man. Too. Uh, real quick, I, I want to ask is, um, because you said that your girlfriend made your hat. Does she sell her uh, items or is it just like something that she does as a hobby? Yeah, this is for a hobby. She's, um, she's in like a, uh, she's in like a shuffleboard league. And that's what it's called. Oh. Shuffle Okay. Mm. Oh, one sec. We can't hear you right now. Oh, you can't hear me. Okay, we can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not on her. I'm not on her team, but she got. She made this hat for her team, and she made one for me. So I, I maybe she'll sell you one though if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take it. And also, so uh, you said you've been doing stand up. Do you have any of that on your socials or? Because I don't think yeah, I saw it. Yeah, bro. I have it's on my YouTube channel. Oh, um, word. Yeah, bro. It's on my YouTube channel. I did it. Yeah, I'm YouTube. definitely going to have to check that out. Yeah, bro. Check it out. I please do. Uh, people, I got good reviews on it. People told me that I was good. 
and they told me to continue doing it. Here's the thing, bro. Like, people told me to keep doing it, and like, oh man, you were so good. Are you gonna do it again? Da da da. I do so much stuff, bro, and it's just like, if I, like, if I try to do so many different, I already do like hella things, and if I just like. If I do too many things, I feel like I'm not going to be able to be successful. Yeah, right, right. And it's like, am I going to really try to be like a stand-up comedian, like try to like climb the ranks of that as well as trying to like build the platform on TikTok and like YouTube and music? Like, bro, there's hella stuff. And it's like, a lot, like, I got to pick, you know, I got to focus. And uh, was that stand-up uh, was stand-up something that was easy for you? Was it something that you just hopped on and, and you instantly got a good reaction out of, or is it something you had to work towards? Yeah, you know, I remember when I was in high school, I was in the National Honor Society, and I was a vice president, and I gave, like, a, a talk in front of, like, a group. Like, it was, like, a some sort of event that we were having with, like, parents and students. And, like, a couple people after was like, ah, you're so good at, like, speaking. You should, like, do something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't, I didn't know, like, there are no jobs where you just get paid to, like, talk and stuff. So, like, I don't really know how it's going to translate into a career. Um, but I feel like what I do now is, like, it seems like it's, like, related to that. Like, you know, being a personality, talking. And so, like, I feel like stand-up and music and, like, creating TikToks and that sort of stuff, it is, I feel like it is similar to that. And I feel like it plays to a strength of mine. Um, so, um, I don't really have a question, but um, I, I would love to, like, keep up with you. Like, do you have a, um, well, well, what is your Instagram so I can, like, follow you Absolutely. and, like, you know. My Instagram is, I'll put it in here right now in the chat. It's at I am Elijah Wallace. So it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to follow you, man. And and also too, um, I would love to hear a, um, a joke that's in your bag. You know, no, like everybody bad. has a joke in the bag. You I know what I'm saying? You, so I, I got to hear something. Okay, bro. Um, okay. Let me think. I'm going to try to think about something for my set. Okay. So, and it might not be that, because, you know, it's like a story that was like set apart, like several jokes were part of it. But basically, yeah. I, one of the jokes was, okay, so, okay, so, you know, have you ever heard of the, the expression, honesty is the best policy? Um, would you all agree that honesty is the best policy? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was, um, my boss, you know, he let me, so I got this new job and uh, my boss, he, like on the first week of the job, you know, we went out to lunch and he was a great guy. I told him I was new to the city and he, I told him I was looking for a bike and he's like, oh, you know, I have an extra bike. Um, you know, you can borrow it if you want. I was like, wow, that's so nice of you. And so, you know, I went and then actually I went to his house and he let me pick up the bike. And, you know, I took the bike, um, I rode it into the office the next day, uh, that weekend, and I uh, parked the bike in the garage and the bike got stolen by a homeless person. And then, um, you know, he would ask me, but I didn't have, the, have it in me to tell him that I got his bike stolen. And so I would see him at the office and like, hey, Eli, how's, how's the bike, man? Like, you go, I was like, oh man, it's great. 
I wrote it uh, across Golden Gate Bridge this weekend, and I wrote it to the office today, and I felt bad about lying to him, but I just didn't have it in me to tell him that it was stolen. And so then a year this goes on, for, this goes on for a year, and I finally decide I'm going to resign from the job. And he tells me, and I go and I tell him, like, hey, I'm going to be resigning. And he took that really well. And then he goes, well, hey, where's what about my bike? You still have that? And I was like, okay, well, you know, I got the bike stolen. And he's like, he's like, I was like, it was the bike got stolen. He's like, wait, what? It's like, when did it get stolen? And I was like, well, honestly, well, to be honest, the bike got stolen the day after you gave it to me. And he became very upset. He's like, you know what? You don't need to put in two weeks resignation. You can leave the office right now. You're fired right now. And um, so in this case, honesty was not the best policy. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, bro. That's like that story is, is true to an extent. Like a lot of it's based off true events, but there are elements of like fiction within it. No, I got you. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's pretty good. Hey, hey, maybe that'll be later on, man. It's certainly a renaissance, man. So maybe when you get some free time, you'll be able to, you know, actually hone in on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yo, what, uh, you got a quote in mind? You got any shout outs? You got anything like that? Yeah, for sure. I would say, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. My name is Elijah Wallace. You can find me. Under that, hand, under that username across those places. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. My name is Elijah Wallace there as well. Um, visit wallacewhiteco.com to check out my watches. Um, follow me on Spotify, SoundCloud. Elijah, Elijah Wallace is everywhere. Just on the platform. If a platform exists, search Elijah Wallace. Just follow that channel. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be love. And everyone who's already keeping up with me, and also to What's Out Media Group, I appreciate the love so much. And uh, that that means everything to me. Word, appreciate word, you, word. man. Appreciate thank you. you thank for you, right back to you. Well, thank you all so much for your time. And I sincerely apologize about missing our meeting last night. What happened was, bro, I knew about the meeting, our appointment. But then I was like, damn, bro, I can't remember. I was going through my Instagram DMs. I was like, damn, like, I can't remember what the name was, like, to tell them that. He's popular. He's got too much in his feet. (laughs) I felt felt bad. I was like, fuck. And also, my girl, we had had a date, like, this big date night plan. Like, we went to dinner and went to go see a play in the city. And so, like, and I had to get ready and I couldn't be late to go see my girl and so i was just like that's what it was all about no worries hey you got priorities my friend that's all good thank you for at least coming back a lot of people if they don't show up the first time a lot of people they don't show up after that i'm not gonna lie (laughs) so elijah we appreciate you bro uh chris o'core y'all got anything else you got anything you want to say nah nothing appreciate it man bro you guys all love man you guys inspired me on this conversation thank you all so much for your time man Really a pleasure. This was the highlight of my day. So I appreciate that. That's love. Word. That's one love for real. Yo, it's in. What's out? Peace out. Peace out. Peace.